Hello gorgeous mamas. I hope you're having a good Sunday. I have recorded this podcast episode because I've been reading this brilliant book and I just thought it's Sunday and I would try to, if I can, um, put a podcast episode out there on a Sunday every week. Um, I've got some lined up with some of our group, which I'm really excited about. Um, and also one that I'm going to record with my mum. So yeah, lots and lots to look forward to. But I thought I'd do this episode on a book called If Women Rose Rooted. It's by a lady called Sharon Blackie. And it's uh, not a book necessarily about motherhood, but it does touch on it as it's all to do with women um their journey towards authenticity and belonging. Um, and it's very much to do with uh, being in touch with the feminine and celebrating our feminine qualities and uh, yeah, really becoming uh, more rooted with the earth, with the land. Um, and it, it covers lots and lots of different things, but there's a chapter um, that I really, I've been rereading it and I, in this uh I came to this one and I thought I'd share some of it um, with you. So I am literally just going to read from the book, if that's okay. Um, I just wanted to share her reflections, really. Um, she's talking in this this part of this, the book uh, to a lady called Lucy, who is really um, an interesting person to, to kind of look into more. I will try and find out who she is and and uh, more about her, the studies that she's done, but she really talks about different types of, of mothers. And um, and it's just really fascinating. She talks a lot about creativity. So that's what I wanted to um, to read a little bit of, is this, is, is this lady called Lucy, who Sharon Blackie is, is kind of interviewing and, and her perspective on motherhood. So I will share it with you. Um, so it's all to do with the creativity, um, and, uh, how us women become more creative when we have children, which is really interesting. Okay. So for many women, something miraculous happens when they become pregnant or give birth. It sets off a creative renaissance, which is the result of an incredibly complex shift of the women's hormonal, emotional, physical, and psychological states, along with a total shift in her social role, responsibilities, and daily routine. She is blasted from her previous existence into an entirely new self. As a culture, we hardly acknowledge what a massive shift simply becoming a mother is for any woman, let alone recognize or explore this creative renaissance that so many women experience. Again, the problem is that once her belly has been filled with the life of another, her own inner creative life is expected to end. She is never told that she should follow her instincts and her heart, which means both to honour her children's needs for a mother's care and her own need for a meaningful creative life and work. Lucy believes that creativity is at its peak during pregnancy, though the exhaustion which most women feel during these long months might often argue against its practical expression. 
Nevertheless, she says, the real problems with most women's creative processes begins to arise just at this point, precisely because of this overwhelmingly powerful set of societal expectations which kick right in. The world says you should have a nice tidy house, live only for your children. But as a creative woman, I can't live like that. I say, sod the washing up, go and get your hands dirty, right at this moment, because it matters, and the children can eat some crackers for now. That's so hard for, for most people, for most women, because we've been socially conditioned to do what is expected of us. And if I put my own desires, dreams, visions, and priorities ahead of those laid down for me by our culture, if I follow my creativity and the wisdom of my body, I might not look like what I'm supposed to look like in your eyes. And you'll judge me harshly for it. The pull and tie of children can be challenging and society says all your energy should be focused on them. The Earth Mother is the archetype of that woman. Someone who is selfless, deeply nourishing, who puts herself aside in order to give all of herself to nurturing others. This is the archetype which our culture defies, I think, which tells us what a mother should be. The Earth Mother is a reflection of the Good Mother archetype, the source of abundance and protection, who stands in opposition to the archetypal Terrible Mother, the witch, siren, or whore who is associated with sensuality, darkness, danger, and death. The trouble with all of this, Lucy continues, is not every woman is an earth mother or can cope with living like that. So I was excited when I came across, in a book by Lynn Andrews, a second maternal female archetype, which she says comes from the Mayan tradition. The creative rainbow mother. I can see why the image res resonated. If ever there was a creative rainbow mother, I'd say it was Lucy. Everything around her is colourful, from her paintings which swirl and shimmer with layer upon layer of vivid colour, to her popular Pinterest boards, alive with vibrant art and photographs, her own work and that of others. The creative rainbow mother is drawn by the ecstatic and is often perceived, um, ex I think that says ecstatic, sorry, and is often perceived either in her own mind or those of others as a bit of a misfit. She regularly needs to descend into her creative depths. She can't live otherwise. She has the energy of the seer, the priestess, the artist and the poet. That sort of woman in order to be a mother effectively, inspires her children rather than doing everything for them and living through them. Whilst the earth mother finds immense comfort, safety and satisfaction in marriage, domesticity, growing food and children and enjoys order around her, the creative rainbow mother regularly feels the need to fly free. And if she can't, well, the flip side of her is the crazy woman, 
depressed, unable to touch her power, tied, numb, self-medicating, addicted. Crazy woman breaks out if we try to spend all of our time out in the world or serving others. The focus of much of Lucy's work and writing is in making women aware that there are these other perfectly valid ways to mother, ways that aren't understood by a rigid and controlling society which doesn't allow women to be who and what they really are. I want to tell other women that what it took me so long to find out, she says, leaning forward for emphasis, all of her passion for her work evident in her voice. When I first came across it, that archetype of rainbow, so a creative rainbow mother, made a lot of sense to me. Everyone used to call me an earth mother, I think because I wear hippie skirts and I breastfed my children and I like cooking, but I'm really not. And this helped me to see that there are other types of women and other ways to mother. It helped me to feel less judged, to feel okay about the deep pull I had to create and to do things, sometimes away from the children. It's a real challenge to balance that dual pull and it's so easy to feel judged against this other standard and feel as if you're falling up short. So I hope you enjoyed that chapter. Sorry, some of the words were a little bit tricky to get my mouth around. It's, um, for me personally, I read this and I was like, oh my goodness, this is literally describing me. Um, before I came, became a mum, I dreamt of being this earth mother, absolutely like this sort of, really relaxed and chilled, um, absolutely selfless being that would just put her children first every step and give my soul to my role as a mother. And, and in lots of ways, I think if there was a spectrum, I guess I'm on, I'm more close to that earth mother than a, a lot of people. But then I'm also so far away from where I thought I would be, um, if that makes sense. So I, in terms of having a career and my own creativity, I really thought I'd be able to park that. I thought, you know, actually I've always wanted to be a mum. That is gonna be my my purpose. And, um, and, and it is in many ways and it, it fulfills me in such an incredible way. I'm not saying that it doesn't, but I definitely have um, this creative rainbow mother um, archetype um, going on for me. I think, um, I think I know when I haven't had a creative outlet or if I haven't used my creativity um, for a while, I feel, trapped and I feel like I need to break free from that and um, from from not the role of being a mother but from this I don't know this controlled way of living I often have arguments with Nick about this because I say to him he's a control freak and actually he's not I am just in need of freedom in a way that I didn't really realize um 
So hearing that, I was like, oh my goodness, that's why I get so frustrated sometimes. And it's not, because I actually feel like I, I am pretty patient with Anna. I love her to, like, just so much it hurts. But I also, I I need, I need stuff going on. I need to be painting or I need to be um, creating something. I need to be writing. I have to write. If I don't get my thoughts down on paper, I'm just not a good person. <laughs> and um, and it's just really interesting to look into these different archetypes and, and how it links to the way that we're judged. So I know that that's our, um, our sort of theme that we're focusing on this month. And so I wanted to put this out here, because, out there, because um, I think the way that the archetype that we think we should be or that other people think we are, I think that has such a um, big effect on how we're um, being judged or, or we feel we're being judged. So I just wanted to share that with you. I'm going to put this onto our WhatsApp group and then if you've got any thoughts about it or, um, you know, I'd just love to hear your, your reactions. So I did do this in two halves, so sorry if it doesn't, the recording's not 100% clear, but, um, but yeah, so just to recap, this is from If Women Rose Rooted, A Life-Changing Journey to Authenticity and Belonging by Sharon Blackie. And it's um, the chapter called Moor and Bog, which will make sense if you read this book or if you've already read it. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Take care, everyone. Bye.